right. Abrupt start. It's the podcast and chill show. I think I sound correct. It's, uh, it's Duff No Beer, formerly known as Duff No Beer, alongside uh, Mr. Vanessa Velli himself, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Vanilla Wafer. Oh, yeah. Um, says if you nasty. If you nasty. <laughs> only, only if you nasty. Only if you fucking nasty. Only if you nasty. It's the podcast and chill show. And spit on it. It's disgusting. It's the <laughs> podcast and chill show. We here. Um, this is episode 192. Go listen mm-hmm. to 191 called Blue Checks. Obviously, we was talking about Elon Musk and the Twitter fiasco and everything that was going on. And it's still a disaster. That's how I see it. Ain't shit change yet. Ain't shit change. You know, he's trying to make a lot of adjustments, but the adjustments is not adjusting. No. Um, it's a lot of shit that's been going on in this world, man. It's a lot of crazy shit that's been going, that's been going on. We're currently entering, or we depends what side of the globe you on, a recession. Yeah, that's going crazy right now. Yeah. Some would say we already we've been in, in a recession, but um, by quote unquote the media recession will start quarter one of twenty twenty three, which is January. So uh, hold your seatbelts, man. That's how I feel. But before we get into that, what's new? Wait, before we get into that, what? Go check out the last episode, and yeah. uh, I want to say you guys been showing tremendous amount of support, yes. and love. Lately, and our it's not even an absence. It's just you know we drop when we drop. We trying to bring a lot of quality content to you guys. Yeah, but um, the numbers have been soaring actually for some reason. Yeah. Um. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the love. Uh. Thank you for the comments. I've spoken to a few people. One person asked me when we we're dropping again because you know they have fans waiting. Shout out to you. Shout out to you that's listening, man. Um. This is the newest episode for you. Listen, I appreciate everything. I appreciate your ears because you don't have to do it. Nope. Um, it's pretty much it. But how how have you been before we start about? Well, uh, before we start, we get into that. Listen, if you're a new listener, if you're an old listener, if you're a recurring listener, if you're listening because somebody told you to, or you just listening to hear something cool to touch your earlobe and vibrate your eardrum, I want to say thank you. I appreciate it as we go into. Um, as we go into year 2023, this will be, I believe, our fourth year doing a podcast, I think. No, longer than that. Probably longer than that. I've been doing it for four years. Uh, I appreciate all y'all, you know, with all, through all of our transitions and all of our changes. I really appreciate it, and I'm thankful for everybody listening to the pod. So, with that being said. Not a lot of promotion, too. Yeah. Not a lot of promotion, just a lot of hearsay. Mm-hmm. For like, you know. On the groundwork, you got to put the, the boots on before you before you get to working. Yeah, you know I mean? and we've been stepping. Yeah, we've been stepping. In the name of Pod. Yes, sir. Come on now. But, uh, yo, did we do an episode when that came out? No. Okay. It's fairly new. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. I was just, uh, <laughs> I was just wondering. But uh, how was your week, like you said? I asked you. You asked me how was my week? Yeah, I asked you first. No, uh-huh. what have you been up to? Not just your week. Well, before today, I'm going to put it out there that uh, Old Man Winter is letting his nuts hang yeah. all over the East Coast. Uh, it's crazy out here. It's 15 degrees outside. It's cold. Uh, if you if you outside in this weather, just outside, standing on the corner, I consider you stupid. Like, going to the house, it's too cold for that activity. You know what activity I'm talking about. Um, but besides that, my week has been cool. You know, uh, I've been off of work. Going on now, week two. I took uh, I took two weeks off of work because so I was tired. You know, I needed I needed some time off, and uh, obviously it was granted, and I appreciate that. And I don't go back to work until twenty twenty three. 
So I just get time to myself to clear some stuff. You know how when you have like your work to do list mm-hmm. and you have like your 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 personal to do list. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a lot of stuff moved off of my personal to do list in this mm-hmm. time and I appreciate that. And it's just been a, a nice experience. If I want to take a nap for an hour, I take a nap. You know, if I want to go, I don't know, like detail my car, I, instead of spending 30 minutes on it, I can spend an hour and a half on just detailing my car. And I appreciate that, make my car look nice and everything. So uh, I've just been enjoying my time to myself, honestly. What about yourself? Um, I've been good, man. I don't know if I announced it. I probably haven't because I don't really talk about my personal life like that through social media. But. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, damn, it hasn't been that long because I had one before. I don't even know. You know, the new car. Yeah. Yeah. New whip. New car, you know. New chariot. Yeah, it's a really big vehicle. It's uh, fairly, fairly new because it hasn't been used at all. Mm -hmm. Very low mileage. Mm -hmm. I'm appreciative for that, you know. Uh, we had a rough beginning of this year, but we ended strong. Yes, we did. Uh, so in the span of this year, I had two vehicles. So, you know. More than people have in their whole lifetime. More than, more than people have in their whole lifetime, man. Mm-hmm. Um, this year taught me a lot of things, but this week has been it's been cool, you know. For those that don't know, I work in finance, mm-hmm. so um, it's a recession, and uh, when it's a recession, it's no work because nobody wants to spend money. So nope. with that being said, uh, I've been working now. I've been working with no work lately. It's been a, a drag just sitting in the desk, just not doing anything all day. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Just reading all day, literally. But gaining knowledge, though. So, you know, you got to take the wins when they come. I feel like, though, that is that is a benefit of, you know, having, like, a white-collar position. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's like, for a lot of blue-collar jobs, right, that you, you always are constantly moving. Mm-hmm. And when there's no work, usually you don't have a job. Yeah. You know, but when we have like, you know, when the white collar positions, when there's no work, art is just downtime. Yeah. You know, what says a lot about the two different work divisions, mm-hmm. like, you know, and um, like like there's there's downtime in my job and it's just like, oh, my God, like I wish I was doing something. But then when you're doing something, it's like, oh, shit, like I'm, I'm actually like doing doing something. Like, you know? Yeah, that's because in the positions that we're in, like. I feel like. Both our positions are pretty important to the next man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we want to feel like that what we're doing affects somebody. So when it is downtime, we're like, damn, I, I need to do something. Yeah. Because I feel ineffective in this position. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And I feel like that's human nature. Like, one to feel important. That's, that's just what it is. You know yeah. what I mean? Everybody wants to feel like they matter. Yeah. Especially at work. And it's just like when you're, when you're not doing anything at work, it's just like, all right. And I'm getting paid. Like that's yeah, yeah. The money is cool and all, but while I'm know, here, I would like to affect someone's life. Exactly. That's all it is. Took the words right out of my mouth. That's like, that's literally it. You is. don't want to go to work, drive 45 minutes, and sit there and not do shit at all. It feel like a fucking like you're just a, a button. Yeah, I mean, you know yeah, I mean? I know I'm a number, but I don't want to feel like one. It, that's all it is. Come on, it's all about how you feel mm-hmm. every time. <laughs> it's like because you know you ever seen somebody. I'll give you a prime example. There's a guy who I used to get beer from. He works at a beer distributor. Mm -hmm. He's been working at this beer distributor for 35 years. All he's been doing is running the cash register for 35 years. But he said the owner of the beer distributor makes him feel so important that he wouldn't want to leave or do nothing else. Now, that's crazy, though, because like, I'm not about to be a cashier for 35 years. But But when he walks in that beer distributor, he's the man. He's the man. And that's all you need from sometimes. 
and he's cool with that. Yeah. And so as the owner of that building, you know that if I keep treating that person right, he'll never leave, which mm-hmm. he didn't. He's like 60 years old, still working a cashier. Yeah. So. I mean, is it like privately owned? Is it like a privately owned thing owned by a guy? The beer distributor? Yeah. Yeah, it's privately owned. The guy, it's not the like a. probably makes good money. That's, we can say that. Maybe. I mean, I don't, I don't, I if don't he's know. he's been there for that long, him and the guy has, have a rapport. And I'm pretty sure it's like, all right. He comes over for Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so I'm like, like they send him a ham. Yeah, they send him a ham. They they talk to us. He knows the wife by name. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if the guy makes him feel like that, gets a Christmas card, and that's the, and that's his main guy, and the boss really appreciates him. I'm pretty sure that the guy is paying him handsome. He's not making what a cashier wow I would make. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Correct. Mm-hmm. I, I I could even without seeing how much he makes, I can, I would I would believe to say that that's true. Yeah. I would believe to say that's true, but but that's all it is, you know. And like a lot of people, we've talked about it before on the pod. Like in in white collar positions, a lot of people they're you know they're usually usually their salary positions, yeah. right? Usually, okay. So no matter how hard you work, you know you're Maybe not going to get same. you're not going to get paid more you know, or less. It's not like where you're working like an hourly job at like say Amazon and you know when Christmas time comes around it's time and a half plus holiday. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like you're gonna work harder, but you're gonna see that come that Christmas paycheck. It's like, oh shit, I just I, you know, I just got an extra five hundred dollars in my check for mm-hmm. busting my ass for a week. With in a lot of salary positions, it's just like you're more so looking for, all right, I know I'm gonna make this money come the end of the next week, but it's like what what am I doing? Mm-hmm. You know, like who am I affecting? Like it, it, and it's called being commercially aware. Like you know, if I do a good job, that means my manager should ultimately do a good job. It means my company should do do a good job. Mm-hmm. But it all starts from me. Yeah, you know. So that's a lot of times where we see in white collar positions where people don't like them simply because it's so easy to become a cog in the machine. Yeah, so easy. You know, but it's a hard it's a hard world to navigate. Mm-hmm. It is, you know. You look up one day and you're doing this job for 15 years, and it's just like, what the fuck? What's next? Yeah, where'd the time go? I mean, that's also you can't be complacent with the position you're in. No, only say that like it depends on your comfortability. Like if you want to be that guy that makes this amount of salary a year and you're content with that and it pays all the bills and you have some money to play around with, then I feel like all right, go for it. You know, you can stay at that position all you want because that's yeah. what you want. But you know, for me, I need. Everything. Mm-hmm. I don't just want to work this solid position for the rest of my life. I need to branch off, yeah, and make a substantial amount of money. Yeah, that's that's the goal. Um, financial freedom, mm-hmm. uh, you know, generational wealth. That's literally the goal. And this is what you know. I was having this conversation with a young lady because, like, she is just running herself racket trying to. Uh, my mission is to establish generational wealth, generational wealth. And I'm like, listen, I'm going to break something down to you that I don't think a lot of people know, right? When you th- when you say the term generational wealth, generational wealth may start with you, right? But usually you're never the person that reaps that benefit. Yeah, it's not for you. It's not for you, mm-hmm. you know, but it's people kind of find that hard to understand. Like, if I'm rich, then that means that I'm creating generational wealth. No, no it doesn't. that's not what that means. Like, that means you, you, you've, you've done your part, but you don't really start to see that benefit until you have grandchildren, 
because your grand your kids, you know, usually we always do better than our parents. Yeah. Right. Okay. So what is expected is our kids do better than us. But you don't really start to see that tip off until your kids have kids. And then it's like, wow, like they're doctors, they're scientists, they're entrepreneurs. Like, you know, they we like as a grandparent, I can buy their house. Yeah. You know, I can give them 15000 to start a company. You know what I mean? Like that is where that's where the the generational wealth comes from because grandma and grandpa did X, Y, and Z in 2025. Yeah. Being able to create the, uh, or provide the tools exactly. to have a sustainable life. Exactly. But you don't, you don't create generational wealth with one generation. No. And I hate when people say that. Like, So that's that's my tidbit yeah. uh, on it. Have you been seeing the egg prices? Have you been seeing everybody going crazy over it? Yo. Like $7 for a, a crate of eggs? Yeah. I don't. Because of, uh, it's not because of inflation this time, no. It's because, like, 40 million birds died. 40 million birds died from, like, the bird flu. The bird flu's back? Well, amongst birds, yeah. So that's why it's a lot of birds dying and, you know, less produce. You know, and less poultry. This is going to be strange because there was a, I was doing, a, I was down a rabbit hole one day. Sometimes when I like to read, I just, I just going, going crazy and... Yeah. I think it started when somebody was like, yo, you got to the conversation was chicken's the only meat you got to really over season. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to figure out why. And uh, make a long story short, back in like the 60s, we used to eat chickens at, you know, when they turned about two to three years old. Yeah. Now, you know, with all this mass production and like inbreeding of chicken, of chicken, um, it's not brands. It's what's the word? Breeds of chicken breeds, we're eating chickens that are born in three months. Mm-hmm. So that takes away the flavor, takes away the size, it takes away everything that we know to be, to actually taste like chicken, you know? So, it's hard, you know? I, I'm not eating no chicken, no chickens for seven fifty. like, what the hell, <laughs> you know? And then on top of that, like that's that's the that's the cheap brand. Like I I went to Trader Joe's and saw one for like eight fifty, and I'm like, what the hell? I would I would be interested on what the average, on what the average prices of uh, of chickens across the United States. I would be I would be interested to that. You can look that up. That's not hard. Yeah. Right now, you know, so it's over fifty million birds have died amid um. A record-breaking outbreak of avian flu in the United States, according to the Department of Agriculture. Um, yeah, man, and the the disease apparently is uh, spreads through wild birds, which transmits the virus through feathers, feces, and direct contact. Whew. That's also because of how they're kept. Mm-hmm. Like they're kept like in these large, Inhumane. yeah, like, yeah. Like have you have you ever seen that um that documentary that one food documentary the house made one no nah, food I think it's called the one that be stopping people from eating like meat and they show like Tyson chicken they sneak into the Tyson chicken facility. oh I saw yeah I saw that yeah yeah, yeah that yeah, shit was crazy yeah. and they all like they uh like step over each other the chickens mm-hmm. it's crazy man they stepping in shit all day. And they're just in like one big vat. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, it's just, if this, <laughs> I'm stumbling because it's funny. If we were to sit down and take like a 
like a clipboard mm-hmm. and just check off names of food. If we really knew, right, how that food was made behind closed doors, bro, we would eat nothing. That's true. We would eat nothing. Like the fact that there's no such thing as like tilapia that is in everybody's freezer usually. Like no, not mine. So I don't really fuck. That's the only thing I don't fuck with. Average. Come on, like the average person tilapia. Yeah, come it's on. Not a real fish. It's farmed. Even even what's it called like maricor? Mm-hmm. Like that that shit is fake. Like what is it? Broccoli as we know it is fake. If broccoli's fake, then how the hell is cauliflower real? You know what I'm saying? Bananas aren't a real fruit. Yeah. Okay. Chickens. We're eating three month old chickens. You know, bananas are literally genetically modified. Like, dude. Yeah. Like carrots, like they're they're making combinations of fruits now. Yeah, kind of fucking weird. An kind apple weird. and a plum. Yeah, it makes no sense. Like, dude, like we don't know what the fuck we're eating. Yeah, you know, and then corn. You, the corn's mass, not even real. Right, yeah, the mass production of corn is insane. It's a zo- it's literally a zombie. A, Z- a GMO man, gen- genetically modified, whatever the O part. <laughs> yeah, they use corn in every single thing we eat too. This is like super mass production. Yes, of corn fields, corn starch. Corn you can syrup. use corn for everything. You can use corn to gasoline your car. Mm-hmm. You know, high fructose corn syrup. Mm-hmm. It's in everything. 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 Corn everything. Is in almost everything. I bet you if there was a study, right, mm-hmm. and they like uh, they they just tested the, like what's in individuals like bodies after they pass away. I'm pretty sure. A hundred percent of people who some, died in America have some type of corn in their body. Yeah, probably. You know, so I mean, at this point, if if that shit would go away, all we would eat is like greens and potatoes. Yeah, the real greens, though, not the yeah. fake shit. Not I know glory greens, not a broccoli. Yeah. Oh my god, broccoli really fake, and that's crazy. But people fuck it up, though. People love broccoli. I don't fuck with broccoli. It don't people. even taste real to me. <laughs> Shit not real. It's not real, bro. <laughs> cauliflower is not real. Show me a cauliflower tree. Show me a broccoli tree. You never seen no broccoli. There's no such yo. thing. It's medically modified. Yo, yo, hear me out. You ain't never seen a broccoli tree. You've never seen a broccoli tree. In no place in this damn country. You, you can go to any state. Yo, let me see. You got, they got palm trees, coconut trees, yeah. mango trees, fig trees, lemon trees, orange trees. You ain't never seen a motherfucking broccoli tree in the world. So stop. Come on, man. Beef and broccoli, all the beef and broccoli, you eating beef and fake. That's what it is. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Cream of broccoli is cream of fake, cream of imitation. Like, I don't, man. I don't feel bad about slandering broccoli either. Fuck it. Fuck broccoli. Yeah, that shit don't taste like nothing. You eat broccoli, though. You eat it. It don't taste like nothing. Yeah. It's disgusting because it's not real. It's Bro. making shit out of thin air. I literally steam it. And I'd be like, yo, this shit don't taste like just water. Yeah. It don't taste like nothing. Let's tell you. I'm about to look it up right now. Fake <laughs> vegetables. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's okay. see what's on that list. What vegetables are artificial? Yeah. Cabbage. Broccoli, Cabbage? Cabbage. Broccoli. Cauliflower. Kale. Damn, I love me some kale. Fuck, they just clipped you. Fuck kale, though. You know. Um. No, not that. Not fruits. There's some steak in this vegetables. Come on. <laughs> um. Wait, kale's fake. That's what it says here. Can't be because I used to grow kale. I used to pick kale. So you can grow cabbage. Yeah. 
but know. but you know when they when it says like artificial, it means like they created the seed for it to grow, so it wasn't like it's not naturally in the wild, so that can be artificial. So it probably is fake. It probably is fake, and you they just created the seed for it and for it to grow. You know what I mean? Just made it out of thin air. That's fucked up. Fucked up. That's fucked up, bro. Like, and then so what? So, I mean, from a diet perspective, like, what do you just eat red meat all day? Like, what do you eat? I don't know. Um, you could, they do have uh straight red meat diets, but they say it makes you more lethargic. It makes you more aggressive because you know the studies show like more red meat consumption, uh, more energy. More and, masculine, and that shit doesn't pass through your system as fast as normal food does. What slows yeah. down your metabolism? But you know, there's a lot of studies that show it doesn't change if you eat straight vegetables or straight red meat. It doesn't change. So it's just apples it to just apples. It just changes your moods. That's all. So it's just apples to apples. That's all it is. Hmm. Some people said straight meat diet is um, they felt like stagnant, like they didn't feel necessarily bad. They didn't mm-hmm. feel necessarily good. Yeah, because you know foods affect the emotion. Mm-hmm. Yes, it do. That's they found out recently that uh, Joe Rogan talked about this on his podcast mm-hmm. that the Liver King was basically a fraud. Yeah, I know. I've seen that on Snapchat. He was. Um, I don't think that's healthy though for people to lie like that. That's a crazy lie. Yeah, he was telling people like he was um, 100 percent natural. He never took steroids in his just life. eating raw meat. Just eating raw meat, eating nasty, the nastiest shit you ever seen. Biting livers and shit off. He, I used he, to watch he it too. Eating ball penis. Mm-hmm. Boss nutsack, strong as hell, strong as hell. <laughs> and then he came out saying he when he got exposed, he was um he was taking HGH, yeah, yeah, and some other and stuff, and a lot of steroids. But it was monitored by a professional. Yeah, come on, man, that doesn't do a lot of good for you know other people's and their insecurities, man. And it's crazy because this ties into a couple episodes we had last time about mm-hmm. how Snapchat is failing because their ads don't make sense. We probably I don't know about everybody, but I found out about the Liver King on Snapchat. Yeah, same. And I'm like, yo, this dude is like, he lives in the woods, like, big-ass beard, you know, 12-pack. And I'm like, yo, that's a hormone body. Like, you know what I mean? I I knew he was fake the whole time. Not like It wasn't a second that crossed my mind. It was like, yo, this guy is 100% natural. You know when a dude has a fake body. Yeah. Like, that is unobtainable naturally. Like, if you look at his body, you know, at, at like, the peak of, like, the liver king, mm-hmm. it's, like, those abs look a little bit too perfect. Yeah, artificial. You know what I mean? Like, it's different when you see a guy works out, and you know, all right, he's buff, he's ripped, you know, mm-hmm. he's toned. But those abs look like somebody just took the piece of a puzzle and just copied and pasted onto your stomach. Yeah. Those abs look ridiculous. But it's, it's the lengths that people will go to achieve perfection in this world is insane. Yeah, man. You gotta be nice out here. You gotta be, you gotta be wary for these fakes out here, man. There's a lot of fake motherfuckers and the fake shit that's going on. Talk man. about it. Um, don't let the yeah insecurities bother you by seeing these other folks living these artificial lives because it's mm-hmm. not real. I promise you, it's not real. I know mm-hmm. single handedly, it's not real. Mm-hmm. Trying to achieve something that you know you can't do naturally because of machine behind it. It happens far too many times. Mm-hmm. People fall for it every time. And that's why some people will be always stagnant because they don't understand delusion from reality. And that's just what it is. Just remember that. You'll always be, if you're in a competition with something that's unobtainable, then you're never going to reach it. You're never going to beat it. So you're always going to be in the same position that you're in. You're just creating a glass ceiling for yourself. You know what I mean? 
And why do that to yourself? Why do that to yourself? Why mm-hmm. stress about other people's success when you know it's not real? Mm-hmm. Well, you don't know it's not real, but now you do because you're listening to this. And I'm telling you it's not real. And we giving you what's real. They use Photoshop. The women use Photoshop for their bodies on Instagram. Men do the same thing these days. Y'all don't get tired. Like, all those aside, like, y'all don't get tired of looking like everybody else. No, it don't matter. We're not talking about that right now. I'm just saying. Because it's just, they're always going to look like somebody else as long as it pays the bills. You know what I mean? Oh, you have a point. But I'm talking about for those that think is they compete with those people. You don't have to afford X, Y, Z. These people are scammers. You're competing with people that don't really have it. Yeah. That's a good point. You're competing with a shadow. That's you know what I mean. You're competing with a shadow. Because they're competing with themselves. They're not even competing. It's all a facade. I'm telling you it's a facade. And to top it off, it's just like you can't. <laughs> and this is just the truth. You can't compete with somebody who's faking the game. Yeah. Because they always got the cheat code. Whether it's, you know, whatever they're showing you, is that's what you see. But when they close that app or they turn that camera off, their life is not what they're perpetuating. And it never usually is. You know, so it takes a, it takes a real certain type of person to be able to be themselves mm-hmm. and likelihood of everything that's going on. And that creates longevity for you as long as people know that you're 100 percent authentic. Mm-hmm. People will stick beside you every time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I give you a prime example, right? I, I sometimes I'm not gonna lie. I laugh at the people who like I've never met you online. But I know everything about you online. Yeah. You know what I mean? To be able to be, I'll take Twitter because I'm on Twitter a lot, right? To be able to be on Twitter, to be funny, still interacting with people, and nobody knows about my personal life mm-hmm. on Twitter, I feel is a great thing simply because I'm still myself yeah. online. But it's like you don't know what's going on in my household. That's That's what I'm saying. And a lot of people got that misconstrued, like, they think they know you because what they see on the internet. Mm-hmm. But you can't point back to one single time where I talked about my personal life. Ever. Never. Ever. Never. Just straight jokes. It's all jokes. And people see it as like, I don't know, some people take this shit too seriously. Like, they look at your shit and they think like, yo, this person is being for real right now. Knowing that social media is a, a just a concept. The made the reason why it was made was to share thoughts and ideas and to be funny. Yeah. Like, but we live in a society that's taken that's taken the fun out of life. Yeah. You know, so people see certain stuff and like, oh, he's he that that's what he that's what that's his what's what's the word like that's his calling that's his that's yeah. him like that's his claim to fame. It's like, bro, this is a joke. Mm-hmm. Like, I take none of this serious. I log out this app and you people do not exist. You do not exist. You know what I mean? But it takes a certain type of person to be able not to mix realities. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because for some, the internet's a reality. Yeah, that's that's what I'm starting to learn. I didn't notice that until you talk to some people. Mm-hmm. And they question you about, like, the shit that you post. And it's like... Like, what? You're not... Why would you question anything that I'm posting right now? Knowing it's not the type of person I am. You know what I mean? It's all literally all jokes. I used to get in debates about that and... People, like you said, they would get angry. They just don't. I'm t- they just don't understand it. They just don't understand the concept of social media, and, that's, and I fully because they look at they look at different websites and sources, and they see the reality. Yeah, they see reality TV stars doing quote unquote real shit mm-hmm. on Instagram. So they expect. So they think everything is real. Yeah, that's where 
the big confusion is. Yeah, and that's what sparks all these, what I've dimed it, these red table talk conversations. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, I'm I'm really going to have to ask myself, would Twitter still be entertaining if they remove the tweet count? Yeah. Because that is going to open the door for so many unnecessary thought pieces. And so, you th- if you think the conversations are annoying now, in terms of would you rather some ridiculous hypothetical? Imagine when you can put like ten thousand characters in the tweet. Yeah, it's, I'm not going to read it, but I'm just saying for the there's going to be people out there that's 100 percent going to read it, mm-hmm. take notes, and then respond like it's a four page essay. Yeah, but for those people, man, hey, if that's what you, if that's what you want to do with your time, that's what you want to do to your times. Everybody, there's there's people out there that need to be followers. People out there need to be leaders, and there's people out there need to be observers. Figure yeah. out which one you're going to be. Amen to that, brother. Figure out which one you're going to be. Heard that loud and clear. Come on now. Heard that loud and clear. Easily. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Keep going. It's just a lot, man. I mean... <laughs> Recession is going crazy right now, man. People, this I'm guy. telling you, get ready, man. I'm telling you, it's going to be crazy. I'm telling you, people are already getting laid off. Yeah, it started with the tech companies. And shit yeah, like that. I've seen it. A lot of people have been getting laid off, starting off with tech, but then by 2024, they want over a million jobs lost in order to control inflation and keep things or get things back to normal. So that's their goal to lay off a million people. So it's going to be a lot of less job offerings. You know, with less opportunity comes more crime. You think this looks bad on Biden? Um, If he denies it, yeah. If he denies a, if he denies that it's a recession, then yeah. Because mm. he already was like, yo, we're not going into recession. He tweeted that a few, like, few weeks ago. And now, like, if he denies it, then obviously, yeah, it looks bad on him. But the, the thing that concerns me is that okay we're going into a recession fine inflation's high fine i understand that and yet we turn around and we pass the senate not we the senate passes a 1.4 trillion dollar trillion dollar spending bill Mm -hmm. that would add to the 33 trillion dollars of debt that the united states already has Mm -hmm. so if we're in a recession because honestly Inflation only goes up, exactly. you know, based off of, you know, what'd you say? It's a balloon. Yeah, it's it's a balloon. But, like, you know, inflation is only going to keep rising mm-hmm. with the amount of debt that the country in- incurs. Mm-hmm. So you just added another $1.2 trillion to that debt where we already have had historical high inflation rates. So my my question, you know, would be Why? Why'd they do it? Why? I don't know. That's the answer that I don't have either. I don't have those answers. I know they passed that bill. More money goes to Ukraine. About $400 million goes to Ukraine. Um, and they're going to say they're going to push for more money. Uh, that's what they announced recently because they said they need more money. They, that's not enough to fund the war, they said. And, um, yeah, it's crazy, man. The, you know, the falling with FTX, the... The crypto brokerage, yeah, that fell down. So now crypto is doing terribly. Yes, so millions, millions of dollars, not even millions, billions of dollars lost. Mm-hmm. But millions of people lost millions. 
And if you guys want to check out that hearing, I'm pretty sure it's up there somewhere okay. on YouTube. It's really good to hear about, you know, what the questions were being asked and like what, how they were handling it. I definitely applaud people to go uh, check that out. So it's, it's a lot of shit that's going on right now. Everything is tanking right now. Stocks, stocks are doing historically low numbers. Yes. Um. So I don't know, man. I don't know what was the reason to sign in that bill, man, because it just brings in greater debt. And inflation is going to continue to rise. I guess they're saying, like, fuck it. Like, we already here. We might as well dig a deeper hole and just climb our way out. But I don't feel like that's the right way. I feel like we should be working on solutions. And that's definitely a tax on the American people. Like, mm-hmm. using tax figuratively, right? You mm-hmm. know, because not only, all right, in response to a possible million jobs being lost, mm-hmm. the government's response is, okay, we'll just increase spending. You are putting so much stress on the taxpayer, especially the middle class taxpayer who has to carry the brunt in in certain areas of all of this increased spending while also dealing with inflation, while also dealing with, you know, housing prices. If you're a renter, there's no there's no renter protection, you know, for anybody that's renting. It's just, okay. well. Housing housing prices are skyrocketing. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm a landlord. I'm be like, all right, here's the rents now is twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, what the fuck? I can't pay. I can't afford twenty five hundred dollars. Okay, well you're out. It and looks it's bad like, because it's not going to be a lot of people that can afford that. No. So now as the the uh, uh what is it called? I don't know. What is the agent? The real estate agent. As yeah. The real estate agent. Now you're like, damn. Yeah. Now you're like, damn. I don't have nobody to purchase this so as a landlord. Now I'm stagnant. Yeah. Yeah. So you have right. to keep that person in there. Exactly. You know what I mean? And and that's and that's crazy. <laughs> you know, so and I sometimes wonder like really what goes through the minds of like our 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 legislative body. You know, cuz this is a very hard pill to swallow, like especially on the heels of what people are saying as like, you know, a recession. Worse than the first one, worse than the 08 one they were saying. Allegedly, that's what they're saying. So I don't really know, I don't really know what to make of it. Um, I just pray that, you know, especially this is the wrong time to have it. You know, we're coming out of the holiday season. Like this is, yeah. you know, spending like consumer spending throughout the holiday season always, yeah. always rises, and people usually pay it off. You know, through through the next quarter. You mm-hmm. know, and it's just like when you're laying people off, you are putting the American population in a potential horrible spot. Mm-hmm. You know. More so, people are going to be in debt. Yeah, interest rates are still going up. Interest rates are like six percent right now. Yeah, it was, when I when I was getting my vehicle, interest rate was only at five. It's like six percent, mm-hmm. and it's going to continue to go up. So, amen. You know, and for the people that listen, like, how does this apply to me? It applies to you if you want to buy a car, if you want to get an apartment, if you want to buy a house. You know, your salary. This affects your salary, yes. like hugely, simply because. All right, let's say you make. I don't know a random number. Give me a random number. Salary? Yeah, random number. Forty thousand. All right, you make forty thousand dollars a year. Yeah, that's that's twelve hundred dollars. Uh, that's twelve hundred dollars every two weeks, give or take, depending on taxes, right? If those prices go up because of inflation, your twelve hundred dollar check will still be a twelve hundred. You're not getting adjusted for inflation. That's not how salary works. Yeah. So no matter how high the inflation goes up and the prices that you pay. Like imagine all this was going on and gas was still five dollars a gallon. Yes. 
we would be in the fucking toilet. Like we would be, we would literally be working poor. If you had made forty thousand dollars a year during this time, and everything I just said was happening, you'd literally be working poor. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we just gave. We're giving. Oh my god! Like it. Just, you wonder. You wonder why? Why are you guys in power? Why do you guys make these laws? Like. How is this benefiting the country in which we live in? Not, not other ways, not Ukraine. Not other places. Yeah. How is this benefiting the American people? Mm-hmm. How? It's not. It's not. It's not. You know, like, I could see if they came out with a law that said, you know what? Now, all right, since inflation is going to go up, we're going to make salaries adjusted for inflation. Yes. But it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work that way. Because why? Because that's too good to be true. Mm-hmm. Like every job, if you have public transportation where you live, every job should provide a public transportation voucher mm-hmm. for their clients. Mm-hmm. Why? Because when you can't get to work and you're stuck in traffic and next thing you know, you're angry because you got to like $400 out your check is going into your gas tank. You're not going to want to come to work and do a good job. But the job gives you the option to take public transportation for free. For free. For free. You're those days, those days when gas is too expensive. Guess what you're doing? Mm-hmm. Public transportation because it's free. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why these, these these are these are normal topics that you know increase employee morale, but they're not they're not always universally talked about. Yeah. You know, so if you want to be your own for for people who are business owners. Once you get employees and all that type of stuff, if you want to be your own boss, and you want to create like a corporate environment, make sure you put your employees first. I know you want to make a bag. That's the point of having a business. So that's how you get the bag by having sufficient employees. There we that go. Do a quality work of job. There we go. And you have to keep those workers happy. There we go. Happiness creates more value. Mm-hmm. Value creates more production on the behalf of the worker. Mm-hmm. More production, more money in your pocket. Mm-hmm. That's just how being an entrepreneur, being a worker, being a boss goes just like bill the beer distributor Mm -hmm. bill bill walks in the job knowing every day that this is his beer distributor Mm -hmm. yeah every one of your employees should walk in your company and feel like that that they demand they're working towards importance like we said if if you make your employee feel important they're going to want to do a quality job for you which creates more money in your pocket if every player on the court she like lebron james there would be a lot more. There would be a lot more success. Yeah. You know, what I mean, granted, whether you're a role player or not, if you're still like, yo, you're a key role player in this system, that person's gonna go home and hug his wife or hug, or hug her, or whatever, mm-hmm. and be like, yo, I made a difference today because I'm a key role player in my yep. organization. Yep. That type of shit matters. People yeah. leave yes. jobs. People leave jobs because of that shit. Yeah. I look at before I work. Before I work at a company, I look at what the other employees been through and what they say about the company. Mm-hmm. And if it's bad management, I stay away from it. Mm-hmm. Poor management creates poor work environments. Mm-hmm. Poor work environments create poor work quality. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. So that's why it all it's all important to me. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to stay in no job where it's like a negative Nancy or it's like high school all day. Shit is boring, bro. And you don't get far doing that. Nope. You know what I mean? Not at all. And like we, it's hard because at the end of the day, you know, we that 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 term haunts us that we live in a capitalist society. Yada yada yada. But it can be done. I've seen it done. There are companies that do it, and they're big companies. They're not just your average I mean, mom and pop store. I mean, yeah, we do live in a capitalistic society, but in the same breath, you can still make those 
uh, give them a sense of direction, give your employees a sense of care, yeah. even if it's just about money. Yeah, you don't just want to be a face in a, in a white te- mm-hmm. in a white collar shirt. Yeah. Nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to. When you sit at the dinner table with your wife, you look your wife in the eye when you put when she brings out the dinner table. You don't want to feel like a cog in a fucking system. Yeah, you want to feel like Mister So and So, man. You know, you want to go home feeling like the fucking man. This is my job title. I do X Y Z. Yes, and this how it supports and helps the company. Come on, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And sense of entitlement, and that's important. You know, positive reinforcement with a sense of entitlement, like that'll happen at the job. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know that's. But as far as recession go, I'm I'm not a financial advisor, you know. But I will say, save your money. Don't make no dumbass business decisions or money decisions. Spending on stupid clothes. Mm-hmm. I bought all the clothes I wanted this year. Um, so now I'm just in saving mode. What I'm saving for the recession, literally. The, Mon- <laughs> the Montclair can wait. It's going to be a rainy day <sighs> the whole year. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So that's why you have a rainy day fund. But save mm-hmm. that rainy day fund for the whole 2023. Mm-hmm. Depending, I don't know how long it's going to be. You got to have money put aside for what may happen. Mm-hmm. So what I say now, what you do is don't make no dumb, dumb, ex- like spending, like save your money. Like stocks is doing extremely bad right now. I don't recommend like you don't have to pull your money out. If you pull your money out, it's a lot, a loss. Yeah. You only got a loss when you take your money out. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. Cryptocurrency is doing extremely poor right now. Mm-hmm. But there will be a bull market, and what I'm saying is, if you put money right now, that's all I'm just saying. Just as a friend, I'm talking to you as a friend right now. Me and yeah. you are close friends. Whoever's listening, we're having a beer. We're having a beer right now. Yep. What I would suggest you do, because this is what I started doing a couple of days ago. Because I was talking to a friend of mine that's heavily invested in crypto. What I would do right now: start dollar cost averaging. What dollar cost averages mean: just put money in it weekly. No matter what the price is, mm-hmm. just put a certain amount in crypto weekly or stocks weekly, so you can just keep building it, right? Mm-hmm. Say if a say if a cryptocurrency was like the high was a dollar, and now it's only ten cent. Mm-hmm. If you buy one, how many shares is that? Come on, do the math: ten, twenty, thirty, forty. That's is that ten shares, right? Yeah. If it's a ten, if it's ten cent shares, you get you get ten. Yeah, you get well, ten shares. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So imagine. You go up to ten dollars. Imagine if you buy five hundred dollars worth, mm-hmm. and then it go up to one dollar. Five thousand shares, and it goes up to one dollar. Five thousand dollars. Yeah, five thousand dollars off a five hundred dollar investment. Imagine if it goes to ten dollars. Fifty grand. Fifty grand. And it starts right now. All you mm-hmm. have to do is put a certain amount every day. I'll, I've been starting doing a few ones that I really appreciate. Do something that you believe in. Mm-hmm. I just put putting ten dollars in every week, every single week. It comes out my a bank account. Every Thursday, ten dollars. Any ones in particular? You got um, any gems for them? Recommendations? Yeah, you can do ADA. That's a good one. Cardano. Uh, you know, everybody knows. You know, XRP is going through something with court right now, but it went down to thirty cent. So what I'm saying is, you can't buy it because it's in court right now, can you? You can buy it in different firms. You got to go VPN style and buy it from a different um, brokerage that's not American. Okay, I suggest you do that. I bought it at eighty cent back in the day when they was going through some. You still got some? No, nah, I traded it, but I'm going okay. to start dollar cost averaging now since it's only thirty cent. Yeah, and it's projected to do thousands mm-hmm. if they beat the court case. Mm-hmm. XRP, ADA, Ethereum, which is ETH, 
All you have to do is one Google search on how to invest, one YouTube search on how to put your money in the right places. And, uh, yeah, just put your money in places that you feel like it's safe right now. A lot of people are afraid, so they're taking out their money. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like, for some people, they say it's a poor time to invest. I see, like, it's an opportunity for those that's less fortunate. Yeah, but my, so cheap. my issue with with this whole thing, even though I kind of touched on it already, it's just this spending because, you know, we not say I'm not a financial anything. You know, mm-hmm. this is just, you know, a smart guy who just does what he can, you know. Mm-hmm. The the pace our country was going on, especially with the housing market, mm-hmm. we were bound to hit a recession. Of course, yeah. You know, and like a recession uh, is a way for the economy to more so offset itself mm-hmm. and sort of like get back to a center of gravity. Yeah. You know, because they, they like to say words like bubble. Like they'll say like the housing bubble will pop or like the the tech bubble will pop or the crypto bubble will pop. You know, basically what I'm saying is it'll it'll start to circumvent itself and bring itself back down to the reality. So after the recession, which we saw in 2009, home prices were like in the gutter and people were buying amazing house prices at like $2,000 because they were foreclosed on because people couldn't pay their mortgage on it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, like, you just have to be able to weather this storm. That's all. You just gotta weather the storm. Look at it. Look at it through as a long term deal, man. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Put your money in some assets right now because it will be a bull market, and you could potentially become a millionaire. Yeah, recessions create millionaires. Yes, they do. That's how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. So I've been putting a lot of my money since I won't be spending it on anything else. I'm making it. This is my 2023 goal. I'll tell you, mine. Oh, go ahead. My 2023 goal. I know since we're here in a recession, I'm thinking long term, not short term. That's why people are pulling out their money. And people sticking to hard cash right now, mm-hmm. but hard cash doesn't get you nowhere. You can't make more hard cash without and without an asset. Yeah, hard cash doesn't increase value. It doesn't create. It doesn't increase in value at all. No. So what I what I'm doing is Instagram. I'm cutting Instagram away. Done with it. Yeah, I'm probably gonna be finished with it. Yeah, I've went months without it, but this time I'm gonna try to go a whole year because it's like it doesn't add any value to my life anymore. I'm going to keep every other social media site. Okay, but Instagram. It, I don't. I don't. There's no way I benefit from instagram like at all all of this is just pictures yeah you know what i mean and i, I barely go in there now i just look at a, a funny video haha and i what i can do on twitter yeah um when it comes to my money and spending i'm gonna try to limit the clothes i buy like unless it's like a necessity like underwear or a undershirt mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. i got a lot of sneakers already i got a lot of clothes already um like i said i finished clothes shopping already for everything i needed yeah that's a one. That's one goal. Just cutting um, liabilities and purchasing more assets. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be my ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna just try to dollar cost average every single week on a new crypt, like different cryptos. Like I'm gonna have probably like five specific cryptos I put money in. So probably like fifty dollars a week or fifty dollars every other week in that mm-hmm. asset, and then prepare for the bull market. Just weather the storm. Like I know I'm gonna lose money. But I'm still going to have that share. But it's not about that. It's not about that. It's looking at long term. Because yes, I have, yes, I have. Let's say a thousand shares in. Let's just say a thousand shares of Ethereum. Yes, I have a thousand shares in Ethereum right now. Yes, it's doing terrible. But when the bull market comes, I can be well off. And that's all you need. And that's all you need. That's all so you, you need. just got to get past this year. Yep. Wait till inflation 
levels out because that's all it's doing is trying to level out the market because you know what happened as, as a retail trader right mm-hmm. you know you know what happened last year around this time yeah gamestop yeah gamestop was at four dollars and look and I, at look at tesla right now what's tesla at? tesla i don't know what the what was the high let's say around six hundred dollars no the high for tesla was damn near like one like 1200 a share really yes you know where is that right now no 125 you're kidding so I may that's my next purchase probably. I can I'll probably buy it um Tuesday. Just buy a share a week of Tesla? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Come on now. Tesla's just buy, not going just buy three shares or keep buying it every paycheck? Mm-hmm. 125, 125, 125, 125, 125. Man, don't even start with me. <laughs> and then watch it go up. And then you just see one day market close. Ding, Tesla hits record high. Eight hundred to eight hundred dollars. And now you got ten shares of that. Thank you. Look where you at now. Oh, because you just took your time. That's all. Like I said, stop thinking short term, think long term. But, you know, there's a lot of fear going on within the market, so a lot of people are scared to make moves. What I'm saying, be brave. That's how you make money. You don't, don't got to fuck around and do call options. Bro, you don't got to do call options. No, it's terrible to do call options right now. Yeah, you don't want to do You don't have to do don't call, do call options. options, bro. Think, think long term. You can think long term. It's not even long term. It's just going to be a year. Just weather the storm. Or just even if, like, have a savings account. You know what I mean? If you're not good at saving, that's why I put my money in cryptocurrency or the stocks. That's my saving account. But that saving account grows exponentially. But if And it fluctuates with the market. And it fluctuates with the market, exactly. Yeah. So you got to learn how to take your wins and learn how to take your losses. Some Mind you, I'm not a financial advisor. I'm just a nigga that's been doing this since 2017. Some people don't, are scared to take those risks. And, like, for those type of people, you just can't be like, you got to be like, all right. Oh, that's all. That's all you got to be. Well, save your money then. Save your money. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Save your money. Don't because exp- shit's about to get more expensive than you. Ever yes, had. yes, yes. I I can't stress that enough. Like save your money. That's all I can say. Save your money and then ball out 2024. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a cold 2023 summer. Winter winter is coming. Winter is coming in the summer. Yeah, winter is coming. Like I said, less jobs creates more crime. Hmm. Because what 90% of crime comes from complacency complacency and less opportunities given mm-hmm. to them. Yep. It's going to be a lot less joblessness being posted on Indeed. I promise. Mm-hmm. But once everything opens back up, more employment, less crime, hopefully, everything's going to be manageable. Mm-hmm. So all I'm saying is just weather the storm, think long term. You're not in a dire need to buy no sneakers right now. No. Unless you don't got a pair. You're not hooping tomorrow. You're not hooping tomorrow. So that's all I got to say, man. That's what I'm going to do. That's my plan. Good um, plan. Taking my risk. I'm taking my losses, though. I'm, t- I'm going to take all my losses first. I'd rather take my losses right now. Yeah. Because when the money blows up, it blows up. You know, and that's that's a great thing. I guess um, if, I had to, if I had to put a button on it, um, a goal that I've been mapping out in my office, I've been trying to find ways, is that by the end of 2023, I want to have – as like an art for our company, I want to have uh, a, a, a lucrative government contract, you know, either or. So the way I was looking at it was like, I, we, yeah, I would either want to have a lucrative government contract or we would have our first investment property mm-hmm. by the end of 2023. That is my goal. Cause I, I use this year. I'm more so break up things in years. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, last year it was all about 
starting the business, getting the business off the ground, trying to learn the business, see what seeing Not what I could year. do. It was twenty twenty. Twenty twenty, yeah. yeah twenty twenty two. Yeah. It just feels like a very long year. It's it's bro, yeah, winter. We started bro. in twenty twenty yeah. July. We've been doing we've been we've we've had this business for two years and seven months. Mm-hmm. So like twenty twenty I'll say was more so about getting started. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, twenty twenty one was definitely more so just still getting started, but learning the business, trying to see where you get our feeding at, trying to see what we like, what we don't like. This year was definitely the, okay, we know what we like, we know what we dislike, but we're still learning the business. Mm-hmm. There's still assets to it. There's still things we don't know. There's still qualifications that we needed. Okay, fine. This next year, I feel like we understand what we need to do. We understand, you know, what needs to happen. And now it's just, all right, execution. Mm-hmm. How are we executing? What's the plan? Does this plan work? Does this plan like have like multi-year dividends? Is this investment, you know, is it an equitable investment? You know, that's how we retain that. Is that government contract? Is that a one-year contract? Is it a four-year contract? Is it a subcontract? Like, how does that look? Yeah. How do we do that? How do we execute on that? Those are the type of things that I'll be looking at uh, for next year. Because this year, specifically, I was focused on a lot of civic things. Mm-hmm. that I had I wanted to get off the ground like uh we we were able a little bit of my personal life we were able to um raise money for a scholarship that I can give away uh for a college for a high school student going to college in the name of one of my friends that passed away that took 6 months of my of my year mm-hmm. cuz I was the only one essentially like really like balls to the wall like trying to find donors for that so that was and a couple other people but it was like mainly like you know what I mean and then trying to get that happening. That took a while. I started a national organization. That took a while. <laughs> like, you know, so it was like, but I planned to have this year based on just civic initiatives. Exactly. So I said, all right, now everything I wanted to do was moved off my plate. Those things are running. Those things are moving in the background. Cool. Now I was able to start the cartoon that I wanted to do. I got three episodes off. That's what I wanted. And I was like, okay, now it's back to what 2020 was about. We were able to get everything that we needed to get out of this year. We squeezed it out like a melon. Now in 2023, it's all about execution. That's the name of the game. The name of the game for y'all listening out there should be execution. Not get for, it right. No, not for them, though, because they can still be planning. No, I'm. It, it's more so like that's something you need to work for. You always yeah. need to work towards execution. Execution, yeah. You need to work towards execution because that's going to give or take. Because planning is great, but you can't execute. You need to be able to execute, and that's um, that's something interesting. There's some dudes on TV crying their eyes out right now. Just plan, yeah. Just plan year by year, man. Like I said, don't think short term, man. Never think long term. Never think long term. That's what you want to do. Just think long term. So I'm saying it's about execution at the end, though. Yeah. Make sure you execute it. Yeah. Make sure you take really small, minor steps, and make sure you accomplish those small steps for the greater step that you can take. And then you just keep, you just rinse and repeat. Mm-hmm. Just rinse and repeat your goals you have towards that one big goal. And then eventually you'll get there. I'm telling you. May take one year, may take 10 years. It don't, millionaires aren't created overnight, man. No. Or whatever you want to do doesn't take overnight. And truth be told, if it takes overnight, you should be weary. You should be weary about it. Because mm-hmm. yeah. one thing, you know, when you have, when you have those ginormous blow-ups, they're highly susceptible to a slow leak. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You don't mm-hmm. want. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. That's the truth. Slowly, yeah. 
but you don't notice the leak because you're just on like this incredibly high trajectory going up. But mm-hmm. sometimes we go on that way up and it's just so fast. You stop noticing those warning signs that, hey, look, this is a red flag. This is a red flag. This is a red flag. But you're not noticing. You're not, you don't give a fuck because you're up. Yeah. You don't care. That's the issue. You know, you got to be ready for those red flags. You got to be ready for those signs. You got to take it to those account so you can be able to sustain yourself. Because it's not about getting to the top. Mm-hmm. Everybody has the ability to get to the top. Everybody. I don't care who you are. It's about staying at the top. Mm-hmm. There was a wrestling line. It was like everybody wants to climb the mountain. But when you climb the mountain, how long can you stay on top of the mountain? Mm-hmm. How long? Because there are going to be people climbing that mountain behind you. How long are you going to stay at the top of that mountain is the question. You know, so that's what you really got to think about. Going to 2023, just think about how can I stay on top of the mountain? Because winter is coming. <laughs> I'm closing on that. I'm closing it on that. It's the podcast of Chill Show, Bill. Much love. <laughs>